Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay, and 7.06. Happy Wednesday Day to you. Bill's on the sticks. It was so far away, I, I didn't even know if I could reach it. It's that black powder. You been by there? Highway 150, exit 36 in Mooresville. You just make a left at the Chick-fil-A, you go down into the business park. You know, they got over 21 flavors. Have I told you about this yet? Over 21 flavors. I don't cut it personally. This is a personal decision and I don't discriminate, but I don't cut it. I don't put creamer. I don't put sugar. I need pure from the earth. Black powder coffee. They roast it right there in their own facility. This week's flavor in the cup. I grinded the beans on Sunday, so I have it the whole week. Guatemala. Taking a trip down south a little bit. South of the border, even though everybody's up here right now. It's kind of nice. I had the place to myself. You know, nobody was there because they're all up here. It was pretty good. And just plucked the beans right out of the ground. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But they are all up here right now. <laughs> Happy Wednesday Day. Wednesday Day to you. Lake Norman Chamber Business Expo was yesterday. Municipal elections were yesterday. Plenty of stuff going on in the world yesterday, overnight, into today. Got a few things to talk about. We're going to have Jason Drum on, 8.30. Today's Wednesday. I got to get a look. At, I, I, I used Jason's seed last week. I went by his facility. I bought some of his seed. I laid it out in my grass. Oh, yeah, I was out there. I aerated Thursday night. No, I went by Eagle Rentals. That's where I got my aerator from. Eagle Rentals, they have location in Statesville and Troutman. If you're looking for uh, the latest and greatest of equipment, you got some needs, Eagle Rentals will take care of you. So I'm aerating Thursday night last week. It's about 7, sun's going down. I finally figured, I finally got a rhythm. You know, because I, I, I'm not a landscaper by trade. I'm not out there every day. So I finally figure out the machine, and I only have like two rows left to do. I had some grass left. You know, I didn't tear up all the grass. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll need sod instead of seed by, by a certain point. Use a little fertilizer. You know I love my lime. Here, here was the risk I ran. I went with Jason's product on the lime. I'm more of a powder lime guy because I, I feel like you can see it. I've actually seen the difference of results, I feel like, when I use a powder. But Jason was talking a big game on his lime. So I used his lime. I'll get a debriefing. Maybe I did it wrong. Maybe you did it right. Maybe I did it right. Right. I think you did it right. I appreciate that. Yeah. Even though you have no idea whether I did, you just have that much I confidence got, I got in faith me. in my boy. Wow. Yeah. So that, that you got to wait all the way until 8.30. 8.15, we're going to hear from Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber, his event, the Lake Norman Chamber Expo yesterday, which we went live from. Uh, that was awesome. Good job on you, Bill. No, good job on you, You Justin. did good. You did good. You handled it. Uh, I called, you handled it. Called an audible. I said, I said, pop me up, Bill. Yep. You said, I what? answered the phone. You said, what? It is not five o'clock somewhere yet. At all. Yeah. And and you did it. Pop you, me you, up. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you say? <laughs> the end of a long day. <laughs> Sweetie, pop me up. So uh, so from the, the Chamber Expo, we were live 
and uh, we, we went over the airwaves. So, so if you were listening to Todd Starnes and you didn't hear your Fox News at the top of the hour, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. We're going to have Brian Summers, the most local man, probably in the known universe. He's going to be calling in at a, a 7.30 this morning because we need the municipal election updates. I need to know what happened. Statesville, Mooresville at large. Mm. Cause they were they were gonna have it's a prime it was a it was a primary race, I think. And then so then Mooresville will be part of the general in November because of the number of filings that took place, it forced a primary. And Statesville, I think, was the actual election results for the wards. I'm pretty sure. They're wards. Do we have wards everywhere? Is everywhere wards? Like Charlotte, you live in fourth ward. The fourth ward. Does Cornelius have wards and Huntersville have wards? And uh, Mooresville have wards? I'm not sure. I actually looked it up, like, what a ward significance. Is? That's not the word of the day, is it? No. Okay. But it should be. But I already forgot. What it, I, I forgot. What ward is? Yeah. I'm going to, I'll make it up. A, a, a specific area within Correct. a map. Yes. Yep. Use, it in, use it in a sentence. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday, there were several wards upon which elections occurred. Correct. Do you see how I added a little flair to it on that one? Yep. Not bad. I like how you always say uh, to which. You always use to which. Do I? Is that one of my crutches? Yeah. Okay. You got it. I got a few. Yeah, you got a big to which <laughs> crutch. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind <laughs> next which. time I say it. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember that now every time I say it. <laughs> it's funny the things your brain remembers. Right. I can't remember what I had for you know breakfast yesterday. But I'm going to remember to which. You forgot your breakfast. I forgot my breakfast this morning. I, I got up early enough, and then I laid there in bed for a little bit. Right. And then I did my normal morning routine. And by the time I made it to, to the kitchen to I put together a smoothie. I stayed up a little bit too late last night. You did. Yeah. You okay? I'm all right. I'm all right. There's I'm no okay. Way. It's early. No. Too late for my Orioles. Ouch. It's just painful. They just didn't really play... The way they had played all the way year. you know they can right so you just my heart hurts for the boys because you know it's a really young team are you anti-bye week now do you blame it on the bye i blame the league for sure yeah well i don't know what you did to those boys they yeah. were fine yeah they were fine a week ago what happened what <laughs> yeah. happened in the span of a week right um no nah, they're just young this is just part of their their journey your concern that you voiced to me was that the Orioles are cheap and they're not going to pay their people. So you think you lose everybody or you get, bring them back next year? I don't think we lose everybody. I just think it's really hard to uh, bring back everybody, especially looking down the line. Um, we have a really talented AAA team. So all of our young guys are coming up are just really good, mm -hmm. like best players at their position. Do you so, think it was the culture that got them this far? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What What was the funny part of that? I thought you were going to say, do you think they lost because of their culture? Oh. <laughs> like, do you no. think they lost because no. of their culture? <laughs> no. It was a fun team. They gave me a great season. So thank you. Um, it was just funny watching it with other fans, just going from the, the emotion of like, ah, oh, man, you know, I'm just, they had a great year. I'm proud of them. You know, they're, they're making me proud to, what are we doing? Play harder. A lot of emotion. Find the strike zone. Yeah. That's what I say to Bryce Young every time. Right. Find that strike zone. Right. Strike the ball. Yeah. With confidence. Down the field. Hey, this weekend, opportunity. It's Bounce early. back. It's early. Bounce back. What we're made of. All we got to do Let's is find win. out who we are this week against all Miami. All the <laughs> NFC South teams. I, that's all I care about at this point. What's interesting, though, what's tough about the Panther stuff is, again, it's just like even the interviews are not like... 
Nobody's being mean. Comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, nothing's like... Although, what's up with Frank Wright just, like, being too honest with people right now on the media? Like, dude, it, can she, can't you just not say things that we know are true? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... I'm, I'm all over the place. What's your take on Tepper being as active as an owner as he is? Is that okay? I don't... I'm fine with it. I mean, Frank knew what he was getting into. Coach Wright, excuse me. Yeah, don't be don't be doing that. Yeah, no, no, no. All respect. Coach Wright. Hey, we're about to figure this out, man. Is when it we... Wright or Reich? Reich? I mean, it's CH at the end. What are you saying? Wright? Okay. I'd... Coach Frank. Okay. Frank Reich. 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 Coach Reich. Yes. App State played last night. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. College football Tuesday. It's a new thing. They're trying it out. Okay. It's playing really well. I'll let I you like know it. the score of that when we come back on the other side. We've also got word of the day. Going to get a look at the streets. iCat's calling in to let us know. What's the traffic like? Who's that community calendar girl? Good morning, okay. 7-18. Happy Wednesday day to you. Hope you're having a good start to your day. You want to get a look at the streets right now because we need to know what we need to do if there's some traffic. Jeff from iCats is on the phone. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to get you to the city of Charlotte. Daily commute each way. Just cruise with Jeff in that HOV lane. Jeff, how are the streets looking this morning? Good morning, Justin. 77 uh, north and south from Statesville to, to Charlotte. Traffic is picking up, so it's getting heavier, but uh, everything is, is flowing as of right now. Um, I haven't heard of any problems on the secondary roads in the Statesville-Mooresville area. Uh, just be cautious that your uh, normal slowdowns uh, between Lake Norman and uh, uh, Huntersville. Normal morning, but with that normal morning, you can cruise past with iCats because Jeff cruises in that HOV lane. Jeff, uh, did you watch Tuesday Night Football last night at all? I didn't. I, I've I've got to get up early in the morning, so I I can't stay up uh, that late. But uh, I I'm I did look at the score and and saw that your team was on the losing side. So uh, ho- hopefully next week will be better for you. I appreciate that, Jeff. Always with the kind words, and I and I certainly appreciate that. It was a tough loss. We just couldn't recover after the first quarter. You know, we just could never recover. And mm. um, it's okay though. It's okay. I'll be all right. Um, as long as you stay by my side, Jeff, and I appreciate that. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. Jeff, we'll talk to you next hour. All right. Have a good morning. You too. Three bucks to get to the city of Charlotte. You can't beat that deal if you're just gonna, if you're looking to commute every single day and you need uh, you know you need a ride and you'd rather not sit in traffic. Well, you can do that with iCats. Right now is normally uh, a time where I'm going to push a button, but first I need to tell you. App State did lose last night on Tuesday Night Football. 24-27. to 27. A little bit disappointing. First quarter, Coastal scored 14 points, and we just never could recover. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Hello! Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is portentous. 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 Right, doesn't look like portentous. It kind of does if you did a quick glance at it. Right, but it's portentous. Portentous. Who Port- is portentous? Portentous. P-O-R-T-E-N-T-O-U-S. Portentous. It's an adjective. It describes something. It describes something. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? Or someone. Or someone. 
I would like to hear it in a sentence, please. If I may, you like sir. That? I you like it when I do the fade thing? This is a fade transition. All right, how about this? Edgar Allan Poe's stories are filled with portentous foreshadowing. Portentous. Mm. Edgar Allan Poe mm. utilizing portentous. To which... <laughs> portentous. <laughs> how about this? Give me that sentence again. Now you lost me with the to which. Edgar Allan Poe's stories are filled with portentous foreshadowing. Mm, dark, mm. deep, Ooh. devastating. Okay. Uh, elaborate. All right, you're, you're getting close. You're very close. The author's portentous speech was long and tedious and peppered with anecdotes about brushes with fame. You gotta read that one to me again. That was a long, that was too long of a sentence. The author's portentous speech was long and tedious and peppered with anecdotes about brushes with fame. Mm. Portent. Portentous. <laughs> you were right with uh, the Edgar Allan Poe. Portentous is a formal and literary term that describes something that gives a sign or warning that something, and usually something bad or unpleasant, is going to happen. It can also describe the pompous attitude or behavior of someone who is trying to seem important, serious, or impressive. Portentous. You pointing to yourself? Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know someone was behind you or not. That way. The other way. Yeah, there could have been somebody there. Portentous. No one's here. Just us. Portentous. Portentous. To which I. You gotta drink stop my with shake the two. <laughs> every morning, made by my lovely wife, Damon. To which I actually make my own shakes. I'm a grown man. Okay. I can make my own shakes. Breaking news. <laughs> that I'm a grown man. Yes, and that you make your own shakes. Yeah. I do make my own shakes. So portentous. Uh, but I'm not against Demi making my... Let me be honest. I am not portentous to the ability of my wife to make shakes. To which I... To which I drink. Down my guzzler. Down my goozle. My goozle. There, there it is. That's it. Into my esophagi. Oh, <laughs> Upon which. Is that plural? Yeah, that's what I was going for. Nice. Don't we have multiple esophaguses? Maybe you do, brother. Is Not that, me. Is that, is that real? Like, do we know. only have one esophagus? I mean, I count one. Dr. Fred! Is that, yeah. do we only have one? I'm going to look that up, Justin. We're going to get back to it. You are going to look it up? I will. Are we actually going to look it up, or is there going to be a long list of things that I'm going to provide for you to look up that we I'm, won't I'm, make I'm it to the end? putting it at the bottom of the list. Bottom of the list. And as I and look we'll work things our way up, up we'll work our way to the top. Right. It won't be portentous. It is unfortunate. Half the things you want me to look up, you say, don't look that up on the work computer. Like I won't let you? Yeah. Is that... That's not true. I know. Oh. Joke. Oh, I was like, wait a second. I don't... To which I, I don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very <laughs> portentous. <laughs> so, do you remember... I don't remember the definition of portentous. Portentous. Uh, formal, literal, literary term. So, formal word. Portentous. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That describes something that gives a sign or warning that something, and usually it's something bad or unpleasant, is about to happen. Portentous. So uh, people say like when the McRib, when people, when they announce that the McRib's coming out. You can't say a darn bad word about the McRib. Portentous. I can say plenty bad about the McRib. Blasphemy. What is the McRib? It's ribs. It's, It's cat. It's all cat. That's not okay. You've not eaten cat before? I guess probably I have. What's the wildest, most exotic meat Ooh. you've eaten? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Gator? 
from the we, bayou. We have had some Gator. You and I have had Gator. We've had Gator. Um, I've had Gator. Let's see. No, I mean, it's duck. Duck isn't. Duck is duck is not common. Is it though? Now I feel like I see duck more places. I mean, maybe you're exotic. Maybe where you're eating. My circles. Yeah, I do like random appetizers, appetizers. Yeah, I need duck. <clears throat> I need duck right now. Okay. I had a brownie yesterday. I know that's what took over the airwaves. Top of the hour, <laughs> one o'clock, two at o'clock. At the Lake Norman Chamber Expo, <laughs> we had previously had Rise Cafe on the morning show for Food Friday. Christina, our first Food Friday. Christina Bartolotta, her husband Titus, and and her now own Rise Cafe in Huntersville didn't bring a lick of treats in when they came in for their interview. And yesterday at the expo, they dropped the most bomb brownies I have ever had in my life. I will go on record. Who do I need to tell to put to to signify the number one brownie I have ever had? And I'll be honest with you, I've had a lot of brownies in my life. There there are very few instances that I can specifically remember because you know my brain is like a steel trap. My mind is sealed. I remember everything. There has never been a time that I can recall Upon which my saliva flowed as much as it did yesterday. And that was because of that brownie. And I, I was at a loss of words when I then saw Christina. And I actually kind of shouted. I felt bad after. Not really. They said, where were these during the morning show? She said, oh, I just whipped those up like last night. What? Just came up with a new recipe for brownie last night and decided to unveil it at the LKN Chamber Business Expo. Fine. That's fine. I get it. I understand. But also, I I became the lost and found bin, I think, at the expo. There was these glasses. They were left at the table. They were not... um, And you look like Dark Brandon. (laughs) Like who? Like Joe Biden. (laughs) Oh, these kind of are Joe Biden-esque, aren't they? Right. (laughs) I was finishing the the bit of Joe Biden. Did you get it? Did you get what I did there? I see. You understood? Did you see him just walk off the stage after the briefing on Israel? Oh, no, I did not. Oh, he just just walked away. And it's like an awkward walk, too. Zoom out the camera real quick. It's like an awkward walk. So WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, we video stream everything. So this is the walk of of our present. All right, he's stepping. He's standing up. up. He's now my fly up. Okay. Believe it or not, he's just walking. Okay. Oh. All right. That is kind of slow. Wait, wait. Let me come back across. This was it. So he's just walking. Huh. We will stand for freedom. And then he just walks away. I support the message. I well, yeah, but there's didn't. How are you? How how are you gonna send the largest fleet of aircrafts (laughs) in the world to a location? Knowing good and well that it's very possible they may actually take off, off of the, the carrier. And yet you don't answer one question? Not one. The President of the United States did not answer one question. Sad. Extremely sad. It's a sad day. Elections matter. And we're going to get our election update results from Brian Summers, whose boots on the ground in Statesville last night. You know he knows what it went down. Brian Summers knows these things. Absolutely. 
And so he's gonna, he's gonna be calling in at 7.30 here to Studio C. Gonna be taking a little trip down south himself here to, to Corntown. And so we'll get an update of what happened in Statesville. Uh, also, Mooresville, because there was a forced primary based on the people that were filed. And so I believe, if I'm understanding correctly, the Mooresville outlarge yesterday was for the primary, and then there, there'll be part of the general election in November. No, well, that's not confusing. Not at all. It's actually quite simplistic. Um, what was my, what's my crutch word again? To which? To which I will explain, or I'll ask questions. I prefer to ask questions. And we'll also brief you on, did you hear about the candidate forms coming up in both Cornelius and Huntersville? WSSC is taking part of those. We'll keep you posted on that. Looking forward to hearing from the most local man that I know, Brian Summers, coming up next. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Did you vote yesterday? If it, Likely 96% of you did not vote yesterday in Statesville. We got to do better, people. We got to do better. Elections matter. 844-STUDIO-4, coming back. No questions, please. Good morning, okay. 844 Studio 4. If you want to be part of the conversation, 732, a rapidly approaching 733, though. That's the way minutes work. They will just disappear from you in the day. Brian Summer's going to be calling in very soon to be part of the conversation. 844-STUDIO-4, if you would like to be part of it as well, you are welcome to join. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. The local municipal election last night in Statesville, yesterday. And if I look at the local news related to it, I can see here, let's see. Looks like preliminary numbers that came out last night. This is from Iredell Free News. Less than 3.5% of eligible voters in Iredell County participated in Tuesday's election. A total of 1,608 ballots were cast. Iredell Free News reporting over 46,000 individuals were eligible to vote. That's, that's not a lot of people coming out. And, and this, is, this is part of my concern with these, you know, the local elections it's just a couple of votes that, that literally could swing it a couple of different ways. And the numbers were pretty, I'd say pretty clear last night. Um, Lisa Pearson looks like winning Ward 6. David Jones winning Ward 1. Amy Lawton winning Ward 4. The total votes... Um, the highest vote count, Ward 1 got the highest vote count, 249 votes total cast in Ward 1. And then you had the Mooresville at-large commissioner, Edward Carricker and Frank Owens were the top two. And so I believe how it'll work is that that was the primary, so then those two will be on the ballot in November. So Edward Carricker and Frank Owens... Looks like, again, these preliminary numbers I'm seeing on IRLFreeNews.com. Edward Carricker got 395 votes. Frank Owens, 227. So about, uh, what is that, about 170 votes spread, give or take right there. Total votes casted in Mooresville for the at-large commissioner, 993. WSIC will be uh, broadcasting live tomorrow night from 7 to 9 
the candidate forum in the town of Cornelius. It's happening at Town Hall in Cornelius. So if you're a Cornelius resident, come out, take part. You can ask questions. We're going to have uh, the mayoral candidates. We're also going to have all of the candidates running for commissioner. And so it'll be broken up into three sessions. We will broadcast it live so you can listen. We will also be live video streaming the candidate forum. So you can watch and you can submit your questions online too. I believe, Bill, you'll be, you'll be fielding questions via social. Is that, or is that just news to you right now? That's news to me. Okay, Bill will be fielding your questions via social. And then if you're sure. in the room at Town Hall, you right. will be able to submit questions as well. It's in partnership with the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. We appreciate Bill Russell asking us to take part in it. We absolutely are happy to. Can so, I change subjects? Uh, Slightly? Please. Speaking of Bill Russell, how many people were at the expo? Oh, gosh. So I, it was packed. I just haven't been in the building. So, um, and I had never been in there either, the, the Huntersville Recreation. This is like a sure. new building. Right. I don't even know how new it really is. It's a few years old. 2016. Okay, 2016. And I had not been in there yet. Wide open space. I mean, you figure over 100 businesses alone, and there was a constant right. flow of people throughout the day from 11 to 5. I mean, I didn't pack up until – I mean, you know, people start packing up toward the end of the day, but sure. there were still people lingering. And – there was probably a few thousand. If, if I'm guessing, like just based on made up numbers in my head of people walking past, staring at me as I'm right. talking on the radio, probably a few thousand. So it was cool that that the local um, business scene was there together, coming together as a unit. Because that that's kind of what it is, right? It's it's businesses learning about other businesses, and then other entrepreneurs in the community, and and the general public was there too. There was people just looking for particular services. So much we get caught up in these online reviews of businesses. Right. And I feel like the pendulum has swung so far that direction. Like, it's nice to be able to have, like, a legit conversation potentially sure. with, like, a business a owner. face manager. to face. Right. Like, a learn a little F. bit more. Yeah. To which I'm excited. <laughs> Sorry, I threw that one in on purpose. It's all right. And I know. I, I, I know when you're I, faking I it. Made, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made eye contact on that one. So, yeah. that's that's how... Uh, overall, yeah, I'd say probably a few thousand. We'll find out the numbers from Bill Russell when he calls in at 8.15. Uh, he should know, and uh, he'll let us know, and we'll be informed And then at that point. Educated and informed. That's our goal here yes. on, on every topic. Get there. Yeah. Where are you at with Israel and Hamas? Are you educated and informed yet? Um, still just seems like a very devastating and sad scenario that will only get more sad as the days go by. It is a very sad scenario. Uh, Representative Jason Sane has his show today. Uh, Representative Sane representing Lincoln County He um, and also several roles of leadership in Raleigh for the entire state. Yes. He's going to have his, uh, his guest, Ori Ardeni who is an award-winning Israeli entrepreneur and filmmaker, created over 550 educational and entertainment projects, including an award-winning attraction at the Epcot Center wow. in Disney World. Ori is an, also an Israeli resident who is involved in the management of the largest volunteer organization in Israel. 7,000 volunteers provides free medical assistance to a million citizens in Israel every year. That's the guest uh, that Representative Sane will have on today, 11 to noon. Again, Ori Ardeni, uh, an award-winning Israeli entrepreneur who helps volunteer free medical assistance to over a million Israeli citizens every single year. That's at 11. That's at 11 o'clock. And so we will get educated and informed about Israel today. There's a lot of information out there. I did appreciate... Uh, you know, Twitter X now has this notes concept 
because part of part of again everything you read on the internet is true except when it's not and twitter part under elon is really big on this notes concept where people can submit comments and clarifications on posts and it seems like based on the community notes twitter handle x handle correct they are trying very much to stay ahead of misinformation as it relates to the middle east and I like that, that there's notes in this concept, and it, it brings up a larger conversation about the media. The media has now swung this pendulum again. Sure. Everybody is coming out like pro-Israel. Right. Like every organization. Panthers, I even saw, released a pro-Israel statement. Sure. At, top to the bottom, everyone is releasing these pro-Israeli statements. I'm not saying don't do it. I, I'm pro-Israel. Pro-Israel. To the end. It's all going to come back to Israel. Israel will be the focus of the end of the times, as, as I've talked about. It does bring up an interesting conversation for education, particularly Harvard. Did you see the drama from Harvard? I did read a little bit about that. A little bit of drama from Harvard. There was uh, a group, uh, multiple, I guess, committees or clubs or whatever it is Harvard does that came out anti-Israel. Right. And then the news said, okay, while the organizations or the clubs say it, we want to know who are part of these clubs. Sure. So they started releasing the names of students hmm. part of these clubs. Is that okay? That is a great question. And I'm asking it genuinely. Right. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. When you become 18, you become an adult. Sure. You have to make your own decisions. You've got to stand by those decisions. You, you reap the rewards or the consequences of those decisions. Correct. How much of this, though, is influenced by more at the school teacher level, I wonder? For a long time, it's not any kind of secret. Harvard is a deep think tank style university. Sure. Propaganda wing like many other elite colleges. And so now you've got kids potentially who will never get a job because they were put on a list or they're associated with a group where an individual in the group maybe made a statement. Right. And I'm extrapolating here because it's gonna, it, it can go to a larger thing. No different than let's say where I'm a member of the Canopy Realtor Association, the North Carolina Realtor Association, the National Realtor Association. Should I be grouped into a lump sum of beliefs that the National Association of Realtors says because I'm a realtor? Very interesting. Just random the answer is of The answer is no, but... But I will be. Yeah. Correct. It's just how it works. It's how right. the world works. Interesting. And it's... Uh, Perception. Now here and here's the other side of it. Okay, well if we're an adult when you turn 18, then then get out of that club. If that's what that belief of that club is, then get out. But then you you switch it to a business model, realtor association. Sure. If I'm not a member of the realtor association, I can't have access to the data. Right. It's carrot and the stick. Hmm. It feels like a lot of that in the world right now. Carrots and sticks. Well put. Previously it was holes and sticks. Now it's carrots and sticks. Hmm. Those are kind of the same. That's kind of a weird messaging. Uninducated, uninformed. 
No, that, I get exactly what you're saying. That's how you do. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. You do? Okay. I wasn't, yes. There wasn't like a response, so I, I didn't know if I just kind of like lost you there for a moment. Nope. Just looking to see what time it is. Okay. It is 7.43. Brian Summers should have called by now. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. It's a little, uh, he usually is at the high school in the morning. Sure. So maybe he's having trouble, you know, because in them cylinder block walls, it's hard to find a phone signal. Oh, yeah. I remember. I'm not speaking from experience, but I am from high school. When you'd have your phone out, you'd be trying to get a signal and like you knew the corner in the room where you could get like you could be perched up, get a little bit of signal. We weren't on social media, though, back then. Not at all. I was about to say, I bet I bet the phones can you can call from anywhere. It was like texting. It was like the worst to have like some drama happen. And then like you had to wait till the end of that period to be able to like rendezvous in the hallway to discuss with people what went down. That was like the worst part of high school. You had to wait. You had to wait that hour and 15 minutes before you were able to communicate with whoever it is you were beefing with. Ugh. I don't, I don't miss, I don't envy. It's tough. It's a tough world out there right now. There's a lot going on. 844-STUDIO-4, what's going on in your day-to-day? Happy Wednesday day. You've made it. Hump day. Middle of the week. You're, you're one step closer to Friday, my friends. Thanks for riding with us. 844-STUDIO-4. Should have Brian Summers here soon. On the phone. If he can find a signal spot within the high school that he is volunteering at right now. Looking forward to that conversation. More about the municipal elections coming up. Good morning. Okay, and 7.48. Working our way through the morning already. Thanks for riding with us. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Going to hear from Brian Summers very soon. Figure out what happened last night with the local municipal elections in Statesville. Also, Mooresville at large primary happening happening, uh, last night. We're going to take a look at some national holidays. National Pet Obesity Day. Pets come in all shapes and sizes, but sometimes sizes get a little out of hand. Does Jabo get open fed, like just consistent food in the bowl? Oh, yeah. Same with Benji the cat. Right. Somebody's got to live like a king. Yeah. It ain't me. And then I get yelled at in the mornings. Like Benji will come. Oh, bye. Like, because the food is empty in the bowl. Right. And so Demi's stance is, just ignore. She doesn't need it. Mm. I'm like, I'm not about to get yelled at for twelve my last 12 minutes in the morning here. Right. I'm trying to enjoy this time. So what do I do? Top that bowl off. Mm. Good man. It's definitely habit formed now, though, because she just yells whether she's got, you know, she could have three quarters full. She's just yelling at me. Right. So I, Demi is right. I just don't want to deal with it. Correct. Isn't that like half of parenting? Like just don't don't want to deal with it? Um, yeah, but you have to kind of... Kind of have to? Right. From what I hear. <laughs> this is the word on the street? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. National Sausage Pizza Day. Okay. Okay. I'd, I'd tear me some Zaw apart. You right. know, you know dad, dad's on dinner duty tonight. Oh, really? I might go Bricks. Zaw. I might, might go Bricks. Right. Might actually go Bricks. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. It's a strong up. idea. Yep. They Just like to climb on the there. tables. They do. Well, they don't. I, I'm, I, they don't stop us from climbing on the tables. Correct. I mean, I don't climb. I think about climbing on the don't tables. Don't bring in I one of those cookie it. cake things tomorrow. Don't do that. That's s'mores. That's s'mores pizza. Come on. Now. That s'mores pizza is fire. It is, but man. man. Emergency nurses day. Emergency nurses, big up. Is there COVID still going on? 
Always, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just kind of yes. like a forever thing now, right? I guess. Are we out of YouTube, Joe? I guess I should ask that before I use that word. No, it looks like we're still on YouTube, Joe. No, very much. Very much so. Still there. Working with uh, Senator Tom Tillis's office to get out of YouTube jail as quickly as we can. Uh, but that's okay. We'll just keep on keeping on. At fight some point, fight. Yeah. we'll be out. Sure. They, they can't hold us. I mean, they can. They are. But I can just go create a new Gmail. Okay. And just keep going. We'll just yeah. create a new Gmail every, every time. Where in the world are we today? Right. Makes it really hard for people to follow us. Sure. But our content's getting out there. General Pulaski Memorial Day. The father of the American Calvary. Okay. I'm not familiar with him. Um, you know? You remember? I've heard the name before, but... Um, Have you? In, in whose class? Pulaski? Isn't that like a... Uh, a general? Like, uh, there's a, there are ports in Baltimore. Hmm. He was a Polish hero. Polish, see? Of the American Revolution. Right. By a presidential proclamation. Every year on October 11th, this holiday is observed to commemorate General Pulaski's death from wounds suffered at the Siege of Savannah. Mm. The Siege of Savannah on October 9th, 1779. Wow. That was a long time ago. That was. <laughs> he's, been, he's been honored for quite some time. Do we move on? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he may have had a very extreme impact. Cavalry's pretty cool, though. Calvary, I would ride a horse. Isn't Absolutely. that Calvary? Yeah. Calvary's the horse rider. Sure. I'm pretty sure that's the thing. That is the exact thing. International Day of the Girl Child. Weird sentence. Weird title, Yeah, but I get it. Right. What International is Day of the Girl Child. Shout out to all the girls out there. Okay. The, the children that are girls. Okay. So those boys and girls. Right. We're focused on the girls right now. Gotcha. And it's their International Day. I have a daughter. Yes, you do. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a girl dad. She's awesome. She is awesome. What's been crazy is, because I see her periodically. Sure. But every time I see her, it's like a new level has been unlocked. There's daily levels. Right. It's Whether it's balance or speaking or, you know, she's always got something new. Yeah, she won't leave the house till she's 35. It's my party day. <laughs> On It's My Party Day, go ahead. Cry if you want to. All right. Hey. When was the last time you had a good cry? Oh, been way too long. Way too long? Yeah. Mm. International Top Spinning Day. Does that, like... Spinning the tops, or are we talking about like on a golf ball or something? No, it's 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 a it's a it's a spinning top. Okay. Did you know this event was initiated by a museum in Burlington, Wisconsin? I did not. Mm. I've actually never thought about this. Yeah. National Curves Day. Hey now, celebrate the day in your curves with confidence, regardless of your style. That's what I'm talking. That's about. what I'm talking about That's right what there. I'm talking Give about. me an extra slice tonight of pizza. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. National Fossil Day. Nice. Some uh, Show some appreciation for these incredible time capsules. Yes. And the paleontologists who excavate them. Yeah. I've, I used to want to be a paleontologist at one point. When I you saw look like a paleontologist. When, when, I, when I first time I saw Jurassic Park. Right. I was like, let me get some of this. Right. I can, live do, this I can life. do this. I can be out in the wilderness right. digging holes. I can handle that. National Kim Day. Don't know if that includes Kimberly or just Kim. Unclear right now. I guess no, it does. It it well, I take it back. It also uh, it is also commonly used as uh, for the other nicknames such as Kimber, Kimberly, Kimberly with an L E Y in addition to the L Y, Kimball, and Kimiko. So the, I did not realize there was that many variations of Kim. 
But there are. There are quite a few variations of Kim. And today is Kim's day. So if you know a Kim, or, or if you want to you know, randomly ask uh, someone if their name is Kim, take a random selfie. Take a random selfie with someone who you believe to be named Kim. I just got a call from Jeff from iCats. How's it going out there? Um, he has. That's usually us, not good if he calls in the not during his segment. Yes, he just wanted to uh, spread the word that there has been some sort of accident heading 77 South, mm. um, just past exit 45. So if you are heading down towards Mooresville or any of those surrounding areas here, maybe um, something going on. You might want to find an alternate route. Again, that's 77 South, just past exit 45. Find yourself an alternate route. Shout out to my Troutman folks. Everybody north of Troutman heading south in the morning, uh, that's going to be you. That's going to be affected. So if you're sitting in traffic wondering right now what it is going on, it's traffic. And there's an accident. Thank you, Jeff from iCats. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. If you want it and you want an alternative route, you know, Jeff just cruises that HOV lane when he commutes to Charlotte every day. And so you can just ride with him all the way downtown. Three bucks each way. Rideicats.com. Today's Wednesday. Uh, I don't think they have a special route today. Tomorrow, Thursday's Winston-Salem. Friday is Hickory. Yesterday was the VA in Salisbury. Shout out to all of uh, our service members that have appointments at the VA hospital. National Kimberly Day. So at first it was National Kim Day, and then it's also National Kimberly Day. We've got Brian Summers now calling in. Um, Brian, I'm trying to sort through. It's national holidays right now. National Kim Day and National Kimberly Day. Aren't we overdoing it for the Kims and Kimberleys of the world by having both of those holidays on one day? I'm not sure about anybody who'd want to celebrate a Kim Day, but I can tell you being a father whose daughter's name is Kimberly, every day is National Kimberly Day. (laughs) <laughs> oh, see, I didn't, I didn't even know your daughter's name was Kim. So there you go, or Kimberly. So I didn't even know. Is she L-Y or L-E-Y? L-Y. L-Y. Okay, so she's traditional. You're a traditional family. I got you. Okay. You're not. What was what, what what happened last night? There were some elections last night, it looks like, in Statesville. Looks like uh, a little bit of turnout. Three and a half percent came out and voted. How did it go? Well, i tell you, three and a half percent of the folks decided for the nearly 30,000 in the entire city. And uh, very poor showing in that aspect. Um, we just, uh, there were three wards that had city council seats up, Ward 1, Ward 4, and Ward 6. And David Jones, the incumbent, uh, completing his first term on city council, was reelected. His uh, challenger was Kevin Sullivan, and uh, he um, got 160 votes. Kevin Sullivan got 87 votes. So that decided that race for City Council Ward 1 in the city of Statesville. Then in Ward 4, uh, Amy Lawton, incumbent, completing her first term on City Council. She had 147 votes. And Jennifer Thornton DeFore had 82 votes. And uh, so that incumbent stays in that race, and that was in Ward 4. That's a little more closer to where the radio station is, actually, off of Radio Road, the boundaries for that race. Then the uh, upset or the uh, probably challenge changed tonight came over in Ward 6, where incumbent and first-term city council uh, Frederick Foster uh, was unseated by Lisa Pearson, a first-time candidate and um, somebody from Statesville High School and 
enthusiast in sports and all, and uh, has a little bit of background in, in child services. So she's an advocate for child services. But Frederick Foster has served uh, a full term and um, in War 6. Uh, really, the interesting thing about that race is four years ago, Frederick Foster won his race with a runoff with 112 votes. That was the exact amount of voters that came out to vote yesterday. And the vote was split between him and Lisa Pearson. Uh, her was 71 and Frederick Foster with 51. And uh, just very interesting. Uh, but I tell you, there's got to be somehow a national campaign to help uh, to do something to focus on voter turnout. We're losing our country, folks. I'll just be honest with you. It was very, very poor turnout. Uh, particularly in the city of Statesville, where uh, when anything goes wrong, uh, you've got everybody up in arms. So, all right, Brian, can we stick with you during during digital break here? Can you stick with us for a few minutes? Or you got to go back to the high school. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so radio fan, we're taking a quick break. Uh, you're going to get your top of the hour news from Fox, but we are sticking with Brian Summers on digital break. So, if you're on wsicnews.com, any of the social platforms. Uh, we're going to chat with Brian a little bit about this election. I want to hear kind of what the effect potentially could be based on the results and how do we get more people out to vote? Elections matter, people, not just the presidential. Your local is what makes the biggest difference in your life. Coming back. All right, Brian. So Ward 6, Ward 1, Ward 4, and then also Mooresville at large. Now, you're, you're, you're the election guy. You're the political guy. Let me make sure I understand, at least particularly the Mooresville one. Yesterday was just a primary, and then because of the number of people that filed, so the two people that won, Edward uh, Carricker and Frank Owens, they will be on the ballot in November for Mooresville at large. Am I correct in that? You Cor know about that one? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes, they they yeah. But Ward six, one and four for Statesville. This was the actual election last night. Yes, in Statesville municipal election, winner takes all. Uh, unless you have uh, more than three candidates and there is a runoff, if no plurality gets more than thirty percent of the vote. Okay, so based on what you're seeing from the results. Uh, do you think anything shifts in Statesville after these results based on the people that were elected? I think that um, pretty much, I mean, David Jones has a history and a background, and he's a real estate guy, uh, owns Carolina Landmark Realty here in town. And I think that the focus on helping to grow business, particularly in the city, uh, well, he's also mayor pro temp for the city. Of the council, and I think the drive to uh, try to get in industry um, that will still be the main focus, uh, driven out of what comes out of city hall in that aspect. Um, Amy Lawton is a um, uh, someone here who is just uh, really um, hasn't made a whole lot of noise on council, but um, we'll we'll see what happens this time. I think she's kind of been the swing vote on on certain things. So I think there'll be just someone to watch going forward to kind of see how it shapes out. Frederick Foster, uh, like I say, was completing his first term on city council um, from a from South Statesville region. That's going to be a, a changer uh, if Pearson can get in and give that uh, part of Statesville the really the overdue attention it needs. Um, very much, I know there are some economic drivers trying to uh, get that area of Statesville engage with the rest of Statesville. So it'll be a change. I think she being 
former person having a history in social work uh, may be a little more uh, out there to help drive and know how to drive um, community and, and engagement with the city together. So there may be some change in that aspect, but uh, I, I don't expect this one or two seat uh, turnover to really change the direction or really have a heavy drive into where the city of Statesville goes for the next four years. What's the most important thing, in your opinion, for Statesville City Council to keep in mind through this next term? That uh, they the long problem with Statesville has been engaging the entire city. Uh, way back into the 1970s, mid-70s, um, a highway was basically put in or bypassed that really cut off South Statesville, and the city has been trying, um, probably could do a better job trying to re-engage, and, and it's really segregated the city economically because uh, in that part of the city you had a grocery store, a drug store, you had a thriving sort of South Statesville economic. All of that dried up by the time that uh, drugs came in in the 80s and just the economics and then the cultural change just made things happen. Um, Statesville has to figure out a way to engage the entire city uh, and focus on its growth. That is it. Focus on its growth, engage the whole city, uh, and solve its transportation problem. I mean, you can't be through two major intersections of I-40 and 77 with a growing airport uh, and then not have uh, folks to be able to get the jobs and industry you're trying to bring in. You're you're a man of the people, and you're actively involved in the school system right now. Um, what's your take on the current status of schools, particularly in Statesville? Now, I know it's the Iredell Statesville school system, right? So it covers beyond Statesville, but focusing on Statesville, what's your current take on the school system within the city of Statesville? I think that... Um, I think this year, particularly, we've been in school now for a month and almost two weeks with the school system. Kids have been back in school. You know, and this is my first year back doing uh, this. I started I mean, last December, started helping out in the school. So this is the first time in an August, September setting I've been in the school system going this year forward. Um, I'm optimistic as to uh, as for scores and for testing. I think that particularly I can speak on uh, Statesville High School, where I think uh, Chad Parker is the principal there. I think he's assembled a very strong administrative team over there. I think that they have the support of SPD, Statesville Police Department, <clears throat> and they have done some things very different. I think very new to the tradition of Statesville High School with a freshman academy. Um, I think those are some positives and reshifted some uh, logistics within the school itself. And uh, I think with this uh, with this strong administrative team that Mr. Parker has in Statesville and a uh, new crop of teachers, uh, I, I, I just, it's a very different Statesville High School going forward than it was last year, and that's in a positive sense. Um, I cannot state that enough. And so I'm very optimistic with where it goes. I think that the leadership uh, finally after one year that the board uh, at, at RL State School Board is finally getting what their responsibility is. I think that the political stuff has is, is dying down and is going to die down because I think now they understand that they've got to govern and it's more important to govern than just getting elected, that now getting elected you have to govern. And so roll up the sleeves and get to work, but that's led by Chairman Bill Howell. Hold on, we're about and to rejoin radio. Hold on one second. Right. Hold on one second. Hold on. Sure. Sure.
Good morning, okay, and 8.06, Bill's on the Sticks. We've got Brian Summers, host of On the Record with Brian Summers. You can listen to Brian Monday through Friday here on WSIC. You can also watch him. He comes out of Studio A uh, live Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. He's updating us on the municipal elections that took place last night. Uh, Statesville having 3.5% turnout for the election. So not a lot of votes did it take for someone to become elected, but the election did happen nonetheless. Brian, moving forward, and we were talking a little bit about a schools there during the digital break, what's the relationship like between, let's say, the city council and the school board currently in Statesville? Yeah, okay, so... Uh, here's a little bit of, of history just to kind of bring us forward. In 1993, when the Statesville School System merged with Iredell County, um, essentially Statesville City Schools was bankrupt uh, and, uh, and and needed to really be bailed out. And Iredell County came in, they had the merger, uh, and essentially from that day forward, Statesville City has not done any financial support to the Iredell State School System uh, at all. And that's been a source of contention. A lot of people didn't know that and don't know that and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how is that possible? But it's just a matter of having the leadership and the superintendent to be able to bring something forward to the council. I think it's getting, it can get better, uh, but I think that it is all about presentation and the ask and how you do it uh, and putting the politics aside uh, making the focus all on kids because you cannot continue to run a city and try to attract industry and business to a city and then have a poor educational system, uh, also dealing with crime as well. Um, those two need to be first factors when anybody relocating here or industry relocating here. So school system and the local government needs to work hand in hand to grow a healthy economy in the city of Statesville and Ardell County. You've mentioned the south side of Statesville, and I don't want to call it forgotten because, you know, people like you and many other people that care deeply about the community haven't forgotten about it. What's a what's a path forward to help where south side isn't seeing the same growth or are they seeing the same growth that the north side is at this point? I mean, I look at when I drive on 40, man, it's it's just trucks and trailers and orange cones and dirt moving everywhere. What's going on with the south side of Statesville? The south side of Statesville, again, going going back, uh, looks like they have been, um, uh, it has been disconnected. And so uh, you're you're a very uh, poor economy of folks who live over there, uh, but again, being disconnected because of transportation. You had an element to where um, the city... Uh, you had a, a very a, a poor element of, of of poverty. That's it. That's probably the best word. It's poverty existed in that area, and for that, um, it's just been a long way. We we'll go back thirty, forty years. When I grew up here as a kid, it had began to take a dive for the worse. And then when crack cocaine came in in the eighties, it just really went way off because that was a thriving area. You had an integrated part of South Staple in the 40s and 50s, believe it or not. Um, and so uh, a shift has happened. It's going to take really um, 
folks coming back in investing and building and buying homes, but it's going to have to be a change of really the demographics and dynamics of the city itself. But the city has got to give South State for full attention. Transportation is the biggest issue. I mean, you've got an entire segment of South State for a city that's just you know, locked out of opportunity. I mean, you know, a kid can't play football at, say, um, Northview Academy, and he lives in South Statesville. Family doesn't have a car. They're stuck. He can't do any after-school activities because you have no general public transportation in the city itself. You can't even go – a kid can't go to the library downtown uh, to just do research or get books like I would have done here, you know, because, again, there's no public transportation. And so you have a whole segment of the city that is locked out of opportunity and access to opportunity uh, because of these challenges themselves. And then, too, uh, you've got a growing uh, group of – you've got growing just a, a criminal element of, of, of illegal guns and gangs. Honestly, I mean, a lot of, that's the that's the that's the three thousand elephant in the room is that you've got an element of gangs and illegal guns on the city of, uh, city streets of Statesville. As many are aware, the uh, extension period for the IRS is up uh, the end of this week, right, for the businesses that did extended filings. But fiscal years for municipalities is different because it runs from uh, July 1st through June 30th. So we are, you know, in the middle, if you would, right, the first half of uh, the spending cycle of an annual budget. What would you say the top priorities were for Statesville City Council and the budget that they put in place? I think, well, affordable housing has been uh, a topic and a term that's been, I would say, thrown around a lot. Uh, But, you know, no one has a clear definition of what is affordable housing and what is affordable. I I mean, we look at it, the the poverty rate in Statesville, um, it's hard. You've got the hotels of homeless families in there, four hotels of homeless families. I would think that Statesville would look at its budget and make the growth that's coming that's already here. I mean, if they're looking at it coming in three to five years, it's here like last night. So uh, adjusting to and addressing the growth, but again, pulling the whole city forward, and that includes South Statesville as well, with infrastructure, um, sewer, water runoff as well. Those are the things they have to focus on. What kind of city does uh, states will want to have going forward? And their focus on if you're going to do industry and growth in here, you've got to have partnership with the with the school system to make sure you have a segment of your population ready day one for those jobs and those opportunities uh, and to build up your community and the tax base. Today's Wednesday. And does that mean you're going to be hanging out at Randy's barbecue tonight? <laughs> yes, Wednesday it, Wednesday evening is uh, WSIC night over at Randy's Barbecue, 6.05 p.m. Uh, I'm there for my uh, barbecue sandwich, three hush puppies, and uh, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> that, you, the same thing every time. You don't switch it up. That's the same thing every time? I'm from the South. I'm traditional. I get the very same thing every time. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, hold on. Bill, Bill the Buffer is doing something right now. I don't. Is this for Brian? Are you playing this for Brian right now? He's getting you a little jam. Can you hear that, Brian? Don't reach out. Poor <laughs> shot. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Bill the Buffer is, uh, is, is shouting you out right now behind the scenes here. I didn't even I was look, I didn't plan this, Brian. I didn't plan this. You sing a little, Brian? You sing it all? Go ahead and sing, baby. Come on now. 
<laughs> no, 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 brother. Look, you want to go off here and the FCC shut us down? You gotta let me. <laughs> Brian Summers, I'm a better dancer. <laughs> oh, a dancer yeah. then. Okay. Oh, because yeah, you'd be a, doing I'm all those oh, swanky yeah, parties in Washington D.C. That's where you learned how to how to get how to dance. Huh? Is that where it came from? Uh, 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 no, <laughs> no swanky parties. And uh, I'm a better dancer than your former President Obama. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> okay, well, with them fighting words, Brian Summers, host of On the Record with Brian Summers, Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m., the most local man I know getting it done. Uh, you, do you shout indicted like I do? Or is that just my thing? Do you shout? I, I didn't know. Do you shout indicted? I heard you shouted it the other day. Is that true? Oh, I did. Yes, I, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Just making sure everything's good. Hey, if you need anything, let me know, Brian. Uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, always good to connect with you. Love working with you. Thanks for being the most local man in the community. Even though you're a big shot, but you came back to us little people in the town. We appreciate that. And uh, Whatever. We, we, we love it. I got to go. It's a hard break. See you later, brother. All right. Santi, love you much, man. Appreciate it. Good morning, okay. 818. Bill's on the sticks. Busy phone day. We've got Jeff from iCats on the phone. We need to get a look at the streets right now. Jeff, how are they looking? I'll expect delays this morning. Uh, 77 uh, south, uh, just past exit 45. Uh, there's an accident uh, backing up traffic, which means also uh, 21 through Trapman will get uh, heavy congestion also. Uh, also, uh, in Charlotte, uh, just past uh, exit 11, going south, there's an accident that is backing up traffic on 77 south as you're uh, uh, from 85 uh, to the Brookshire Freeway. Um, 77 north uh, from uh, Huntersville up to Cornelius is heavy congestion this morning. Uh, besides that, uh, I haven't heard of anything else on the secondary roads in Statesville or Mooresville. Uh, just, just uh, know it's uh, going to be a slow, slow go this morning. All right. It sounds like Jeff from iCats is ready to sign your permission slips to allow you just to work from home today. So call iCats. You can check them out online, rideicats.com. Jeff is signing permission slips so you can get out of work for free today. Jeff, we appreciate you uh, checking in with us, keeping us informed. All right. Have a great day. You too. Switching gears now. No pun intended if you're a manual driver. Manual driving in traffic is not fun, by the way. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Even though, even if you enjoy manual vehicles, which I do. Uh, that's actually one that I grew up. You know, my first my first vehicle I drove was for uh, a manual car, and I, I really enjoyed it. And motorcycles, everything else. Uh, Bill Russell, though, is on the phone. L Lake Norman Chamber president. We had the expo yesterday. Uh, Bill, what a turnout there yesterday. Were you impressed or were you disappointed? Uh, you know what? <clears throat> I'm always impressed by every event we have. <laughs> <laughs> Official no, stance. No, I'll tell you what. We have, we, we, <laughs> we have a fantastic membership. And, you know, business at the lake is just great. So even those who weren't exhibitors, if you looked around the room, Justin, and I'm sure you saw it as, as somebody who deals with our businesses, you recognized a lot of faces. So a lot of the businesses that, that buy and, and support other businesses were there. So it was like having a family reunion, wasn't it? It was, and, it, and that's what I was saying earlier. Is it was an opportunity, yeah, if you're yeah. an entrepreneur, if you're a small business, you know, you're going to have needs too, whether that's 
that's personal, whether for your business. And this was like a collective body you could come in and really sort through and build some strong relationships to help your business grow. Yeah, yeah, and it was great. And I heard you in the last hour talking about the, those those brownies. And I, what did she, she had some, I think she had pretzel in it too, right? It was like chocolate with pretzel. I think it. the way Christina Barlotta described it was like a pretzel crust within the brownie. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Hey, I you found these I'm, glasses. I'm Are these your here. glasses, by the way, that I have? Did you lose your no, glasses? No, I have my yesterday? glasses on. Oh, you do? Nope, nope. I'm wearing them. I'm, I'm wearing my glasses. These might, but these I tell are... you what, just talking about this, Brown, I'm, start, I'm starting to water up a little bit. <laughs> oh, my saliva glands are in full mode right now. Uh, I, this might be uh, Richard Shannon's glasses. They, I don't know. We're going to find out whose these are. Lost glasses, kind of like Cinderella's slipper from the uh, Lake Norman Chamber Business Expo yesterday. So I've got these here if well, you, anybody lost glasses. You haven't had the community yard sale yet. Maybe, maybe you could auction them off there. That's true. No, we, we definitely could. That's on October 28th in Statesville. Uh, Bill, your show, Town Talk, airs 4 to 5 p.m. today. What you got going on on your show today? Oh, we, we have Shane with North State Development, which is actually they're, they're starting to build stuff down there now. And we got the Mark Miller Project, which was just approved in, in Cornelius a few weeks back. So we're going to talk about development around Lake Norman, but two, two projects which are absolutely going to transform downtown. We've been very fortunate. The town of Davidson has a beautiful downtown. And, of course, uh, they showcase it every year with the, with the Christmas in Davidson. But, you know, you grew up in Huntersville, and you know, not, a lot, not a lot really downtown Huntersville that you can really hang your hat on. And, and same thing in Cornelius. It's up until the Kane Art Center, we, we really didn't have a real good, strong down, downtown. But now you've got two mixed-use projects that are going to come in. And it's, it's just between the, the Kane Center for the Arts and this new uh, project with Mark Miller, it's just going to transform the, those two communities. I don't know. I used to hang out at that witch store downtown before it burned down in Huntersville for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could absolutely see you there. <laughs> no, but Slice House. Yeah. Slice House on the corner, the pizza shop, New York-style pies. Uh, that'll give most pizza shops a run for their money. Definitely check out Slice House in downtown Huntersville. You a big Za guy, Bill? Zog? Pizza. Pizza. Za. Oh, pizza. Oh, oh, yeah. You do all these strange things with the days. Every, every day, it's, it's like, what is it? One, one day? <laughs> use day? <laughs> yeah. Today's Wednesday day? Yes, I'm aware. Yes. Check your calendar. Yeah, yeah, Check gotta, your calendar. Keep, uh, yeah, you, you're, you're introducing new language. This is really cool. Uh, yeah, I love pizza, and, and uh, I do like Slice House. I go down there for a meeting. If I have a town board meeting, you can bet I'm going to Slice House before the meeting starts. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I love pizza. Well, today's yeah, National it. Sausage Pizza Day. So in case you didn't have dinner plans or lunch plans, I'm just throwing that out to you. Uh, what, what do you think is in need in the small business community, the where it stands right now? Well, you know, we had uh, the lieutenant governor in town that you, you were a part of, and thank you for that invitation to, to see him. And I raised up the some of the human resource issues that we have as, as our small business owners face, that is insurance. You know, I, again, I can't impress enough the, the cost of premiums on insurance for themselves or their employees. And a lot of solopreneurs and, and entrepreneurs and, and uh, uh, small business owners are rolling the dice and 
putting it into other areas and not not paying the premiums on insurance and just hoping that they don't get sick. And uh, we've got to get a hand around that and also making sure that we have the right people with the right skill set. When I was walking around yesterday, I heard people looking for various employees, but they're looking for some special skills that they've got to have. And so it's having uh, it's having the right people for that job. You've got a busy week the rest of the week and even next week. So tomorrow there is a luncheon <laughs> celebrating uh, service members. Is that right for the luncheon tomorrow? Uh, actually, that's next week. We t- Tomorrow night we kick off the first of our candidate forums that you're going to moderate in Cornelius. Uh, then next Tuesday, another forum in Huntersville for the mayor and five candidates. Next Thursday, the 19th, we're coming back with that what you were just talking about, our public safety luncheon, where we recognize the outstanding police and fire of each of the three North Mecklenburg communities. That night, the uh, second forum in Huntersville with the remaining 10, we did have another person bow out. So instead of 17 candidates running for six lots, we now only have 15. So one by one, we're whittling, <laughs> whittling, whittling the choices down. Uh, but uh, then we come at the end of the month, we've got our golf tournament for the Chamber of Commerce. And then in between there are all the other professional development seminars and networking events. So there are no shortage of activities going on at the Chamber of Commerce. I just didn't realize that October was going to be such a crazy month. Uh, had I known that, I probably would have showered at least, you know, and figured something out there. But so, so tomorrow, tomorrow night, the candidate forms Town of Cornelius. Uh, can people actually submit and actually ask questions to these commissioners and mayoral candidates? Uh, and I think you're going to have that chat feature open on your Facebook and things, so we'll be able to ask those questions that way. But uh, what we, what we, those that are on the spot are easier because we're going to have people uh, writing questions down. We'll have runners going and picking up those questions and bringing them back to you, who will sift through and make sure number one, the questions that we ask are fair. It's a question that that all of the candidates can answer. It's not targeted to one particular candidate. And also, it's, it's, it's a, if you've got several questions on the same topic, um, it will be your job, Justin, to be able to assimilate it into one viable question. I'm looking forward to the challenge. You know, it's very similar to word of the day around here, <laughs> I feel like. That, that's going to be the, well, the mantra. That- you got that App State thing going for you, you know. You, 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 you'll get there. You'll get there. You know we lost in Tuesday night football last night, Bill. You know that, right? Yeah, I heard. I, I heard, but uh, I, I didn't hear the. I didn't hear the. I haven't seen the news. So did the Braves win last night? Did the Braves win, Bill? Hold on, he's. Bill, Bill could tell me. They didn't play last night. He tells me. They play tonight. Oh, I thought they were playing again last night. They, I watched that game, though. Gosh, oh, Mosey, Monday night, that was a spectacular ninth inning. We talked about it yesterday, though, but gosh, I'm still, I'm still high just thinking about that. That was a fantastic play. You know, not many people get too high off baseball these days, but Bill Russell, you are, you are a unique specimen, <laughs> sir, unique specimen. Looking forward to also in November, we've already got plans to go to Angels and Sparrows to wash some dishes together to celebrate our commemorative uh, batting practice. What's going to be the next thing we're going to do? Oh, Ninja Nation was there last night, right? So I, I, I played around with the we idea. Had, we that, had Ninja Nation. Yeah. I, we, we, either, we either got two things. We can either go hook at golf or we can go to the range at Lake Norman because I think I got your daddy with the firearm. Okay. Okay, I choose Ranger Lake Norman. We'll do that one next and then we'll come back. <laughs> well then then we'll come back to Hook It Golf. Always down to shoot a firearm. Uh you know we have a firearm show Responsibly Armed Citizen that airs on Saturdays on WSIC from 1 to 2 p.m. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. Well, maybe 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 between now and then you can have the sheriff 
give you some pointers on, on uh, firearms. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman so Chamber got, of Commerce. We got the official challenge. Yeah, we can do that. So we, we can got do the, the range. Official challenge. Yeah. You and I going head to head on the range. Is Trisha? Okay, is dude. Trisha and Brian going to be okay with that? Trisha and Brian, they'll be all right with that. Uh, I, I, I will talk to I will talk to Trisha and Brian, and we, we'll get you that. We'll we'll hook that we'll hook that one up. <laughs> you know, they have a nice like simulator in there that they used to. Uh, do they still train the with Huntersville PD and the other, other surrounding law enforcement agencies? Do they do that still? They do. They do. They, the officers go down there and uh, they they train with the area police departments, and so. Uh, yeah, and that, that's just been a really great operation right here. They got uh, one not only here, but they got one in Ballantyne as well. I love the unique business culture that we've got going on in the Lake Norman area. There's no place like it, and you know, I'm you know, you have to bury me in my backyard, Bill. I've already got you an assigned shovel to help with that too when the day comes. So I appreciate you, <laughs> uh, Bill Russell, host of Town Talk, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. Town Talk airs four to five p.m. You can listen and watch wsicnews.com, all the social platforms, and all of the episodes are available on demand anytime. wsicnews.com and wherever you get your podcasts. From Bill, we appreciate your time this morning. Look forward to seeing you later today and tomorrow night for the candidate forums. All right, buddy. Thank you for all you do. Yes, sir. Take care. Good morning, fam. We're coming back. 844 Studio 4. We got Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply. Got to debrief him on my seeding last week that he helped me with. He sold me his seed. Looking forward to discussing. Good morning, LKN. 833. Happy Wednesday Day to you. Hope you're enjoying it thus far. Got to get a, a real look at what I did right and wrong. Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply, is with us, joining us virtually. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can watch the video right now. Jason has his number one labor man, Jackson, with him this morning, hanging out. Appreciate you both being with us. Jason, I came by your yard last week. I bought some seed. I bought some fertilizer. I bought lime. And I aerated, I put it all down. Did I do it too early or am I okay? Um, and especially, uh, I know you're not, you don't have the biggest yard around, so you can water it. And I would recommend that. So uh, the best way to get that seed to pop and uh, germinate and, and look great in your yard is to give it some water. Just a little bit every day until it germinates. Um, and with the temperatures we're having right now, we're in about the seven to 10 days to where you should see the first sprouts of grass and then about 14 days to where it'll be, uh, should mostly all be germinated. Keeps me excited on the, on the year. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. It was funny when I went and I, and I met Bethany and I said, Hey, I, I've got a thousand square feet lawn. And she said, hold on, let me ask Jason, Jason, how much seed for a thousand square feet or how much fertilizer? And you were like a thousand square feet. Who's got the tiniest lawn in the community right here. Uh, and that would be me. So uh, appreciate the the support just how kind your staff is i think was it tyler was that the other gentleman there that i that i had met yeah. at your yard just the kindest staff ever to take the time to help me make a mess of myself and just totally help me understand the process and i'm just so grateful for that you guys are located in statesville but you deliver to the entire lake norman area a lot of beautiful shrubs and trees in your yard too what's going on with those right mm -hmm. now well, just like your uh, your lawn uh, planting the grass seed, uh, the fall is the best time to plant shrubs and trees in your yard. And, and the reason we say that is because uh, as the trees and shrubs are going dormant up top, they're going to be wanting to grow the roots down below. So 
you get them in in the fall uh, anytime October November is a great time to plant and so is most of December and uh, they'll grow roots throughout most of the winter uh, except whenever the ground temperature gets below 40 degrees which takes a while and uh, they'll be more better established for the spring so you won't have to water as much if you want those beautiful shrubs for the spring uh, this is the time to plant now so you can have it established and much less watering whenever you have to, whenever the heat comes back here in, uh, you know, six months or so. So my lawn's taken care of with the seed, the fertilizer and the lime, which I went with your lime, by the way, you know, before I'm, I'm mostly been a powder guy my whole life, but I'll go, I went with your lime. So I'm looking forward to the results. So then looking at the yard as a whole shrubs and trees going on, what's like the most popular shrub or tree that people are asking about these days? So uh, one of our most popular shrubs, and it has been for a while, are the uh, Encore azaleas, which bloom spring, fall, and in the summer as well. So uh, the big thing in, in shrubs nowadays with all the hybridizing and breeding is to produce more blooms on compact plants. And that's what the Encore azaleas do. They they do wonderful for any area of our uh, anybody that can hear us, or at least uh, over the airwaves. And um, uh, they'll bloom, like I say, spring fall and then lightly again in summer i've got some purple ones here at my house and they're blooming uh, right now and uh and they've been blooming for a solid month now so they're easy care uh, they can take almost any situation except the hottest of uh, sun exposures and then the deepest of shade but anywhere in between there they do wonderful and uh, a good addition to a north carolina landscape my wife and I, when we went to, to um, the, we went out this weekend, she was like, should we get some mums? She was asking about mums. She likes color, in, even in the wintertime. Are there particular mm-hmm. shrubs or plants or trees that do really well in the wintertime that can add some pop to somebody's yard? Yeah, so uh, there, there are um, trees and shrubs that will give you year-round color. Uh, and in the wintertime, there are some that bloom. You may not, you know, may not be uh, aware of that, but. Uh, winter Daphne is one that blooms in the dead of winter, um, and it has a really nice fragrance to it. Uh, and then there's a shrub called Paper Bush or Edgeworthia, and it also blooms in January, February. It drops its leaves in the fall, but then it has these white fragrant blooms that open up uh, in the winter. And then uh, the best part about uh, landscaping for the winter least in my opinion, are conifers. And, you know, conifers are the ones with needles on them, and they come in a variety of different colors. We've got blues, yellows, um, greens, and they add some nice backbone of color throughout the winter. Um, and you can't forget about your berry-producing plants as well. The hollies and nandinas uh, really add a little bit of color in the winter uh, whenever, you know, not everything's blooming, but we've got a great selection of things. And uh, if you're looking for something blooming 12 months out of the year, we can certainly help you pick those out. I've got to ask a question to the real expert, Jackson. Jackson, what is it like uh, hanging out with your dad? Do you have an eye for landscaping as well? Do you pick out the shrubs and the plants every year for, for the projects you guys do? No, but I'm planting my I'm planting an avocado right now, an avocado tree. Mm-hmm. Avocado yeah. tree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is that your face? Is that a vegetable or a fruit? I always forget that. Uh-huh. I would say it's technically a fruit, but I, I don't know those either. <laughs> it's a superfood. I know that, and that's awesome. So, yeah. you, is is your guys is the drum household going to become the the guacamole station of the neighborhood? Is that what's going to happen? 
Well, we may already be that, but, uh, but yeah, we, uh, Jackson, um, got the seeds whenever we cut up some avocados for some, uh, quesadillas or something. And, uh, he planted them and I, you know, didn't know, uh, that if the avocado would germinate here and, uh, about 45 days later, after you put it in the in the uh, potting mix, it popped up. So uh, we've got a little two-foot avocado tree. Uh, now, we're going to have to bring it in for the winter. It is not completely cold-hardy here. And, uh, you know, we do, we do some things like that for fun. We may not ever get avocados off of it. But, um, but there are other tropical things that you can grow and get fruit. And uh, we've also got a lemon bush here, right? Is down down below on the deck and a uh, key lime as well. So and they're putting on lemons and limes right now. Uh, but just like the avocado tree here in about a week, they're forecasting temperatures to uh, be around 40 degrees or dip just below that. So any tropical things, any house plants you may have outside, it's time to think about bringing those in, um, especially after this weekend. Just just watch those temperatures. And if you see any lows that are going to be 40 or below you definitely need to think about bringing your house plants in and I, I know last week that's what you were talking about you've been keeping an eye on the frost and the temperature and how all that works is is it just chaos in the winter time like things just die and we have to accept it or, or is there a way to preserve well with your uh with your house plants um you know moving them back inside is going to help uh we actually have like a south facing uh, basement uh, so I put all our plants in uh, the, on the basement side there keep the window open and uh, and they'll they will survive they might not thrive throughout the winter months in the basement here uh, with that light but they will survive and uh, and that's all you got to do is get them through about four or five months inside and then you can bring them back outside so even your little pothos plant out there you've got in the window uh, that hopefully is put on a new green leaf this week uh, they'll do well in the wintertime as, as long as they're indoors and get some good light. I am going to need Jackson's official opinion on our plant here in the studio here in a minute, but we've got a caller. Uh, William's on the phone. He's got a question for you guys. William, what's going on this morning, sir? Good morning, guys. Uh, Jason, um, I've got some privacy trees that I want to try to plant for fast-growing privacy and mm-hmm. looking at the either evergreen or wintergreen family, um, what would be a good suggestion in this area to plant those type trees? Well, the first question I'll ask is how much room do you have for them to grow? Um, is it, uh, can you stand something that's going to get 10 foot wide or do we need to look at something that's going to be more in the four to five foot wide range? Uh, we can probably go with the with the bigger bigger wide area because it's in a wooded area and what happened was I had some property that joins my property that was sold and they sold it all for timber so it's just kind of ugly in the background now and I was thinking mm-hmm. about planting that but it is in a wooded area so I that's I guess that'd be another question Jason if if it's feasible to plant those type trees to grow in the woods or do they have to be out in the you know open where you get more sunlight well yeah that's that was my next question is sun exposure and and that's a really important part because your normal screening trees like your uh, green giant arborvitas which are uh, wonderful for the sun um even the old-fashioned leyland cypress uh which there are some varieties we can still plant of those safely around here they do not like to be shaded in the woods like that you're not going to get the best growth so um, one of our favorite plants for that situation is called a skip laurel um, it's in the uh, cherry laurel family it is what you call broadleaf evergreen 
Um, it has leaves on it that are about six inches long, uh, one to two inches wide, and it grows in yeah. sun to shade, and they'll grow up to about 15, eventually 20 feet tall and six to eight foot wide, and they make a very dense uh, screening plant that will help to uh, not only block out the, the sights, but sounds as well. So that's a good one. Um, another one is Ligustrum recurvifolium or wax leaf uh, privet. That one also does well in a partial shade situation. And then your hollies, uh, like your broadleaf hollies, um, Nellie Stevens um, is going to be a large growing one that would do well. And then uh, Oakland and a few others. So um, that's your there are the more of your shady plants are going to be in that family. All right. Thank you, William, for the call. We appreciate you, William. I got to get a quick opinion before we go to break from Jackson. Jackson, I need you to take a look here at our house plant in-house. Bill, let's go to the bullpen real quick. I need to get Jackson's official opinion. Hold on. We're switching over here to our bullpen cam here in a second. As soon as Bill, the buffer, let's get it. There we go. All right, Jackson, you see it there in the back corner. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you think this house plant survives? No. <laughs> Jackson says, thumbs down. We're not going to do it. Good morning, fam. We'll come right back from the break. Digital fam, we're still here with Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply, and Jackson Drum, the official uh, uh, correspondent for the house plant here at WSIC. Jackson says, no, it's not going to survive. We're going to do everything you, we can, though. If you don't water it enough, it probably won't survive. That's has to be watered a lot more. That's a... That, <laughs> I know you You are your daddy's son. There's no doubt about that. That is top-notch uh, uh, thought process there. We appreciate you both being here. Drum Landscape Supply, located in Statesville, drumlandscapesupply.com. They deliver to the entire Lake Norman area. Now is a great time to get your seed for your lawn, get the shrubs, get the plantings going on for your fall time, so that way in the spring you can really impress your neighbors and they can look and gawk at your lawn and say, wow, what did you do? My answer is going to be I went to Drum landscape supply. Jason, we appreciate your time this morning. All right. Great to be with y'all again. All right. Have a good day. Nice to meet you, Jackson. Take care. Okay. (laughs) See y'all. Good morning, fam. We're coming right back after the break. Good morning, LKN. 848. If you lost sunglasses yesterday at the LKN Chamber Business Expo, they are on my face. You cannot pick them up directly from the studio, but you can call 844-STUDIO-4. Prove to me these are yours. If you want them back, you have to prove to me these are yours. If these are also yours and you prove that they are yours, you will also win a four-pack to the Renaissance Festival. Just for saying hey. Just because I like your style, whoever's glasses these are. Don't know whose they are. They might be Richard Shannon's. Richard, are these your glasses? I don't know. I think we need a little new... Ooh, snuck up on me right there. Oh, no! All right. All right, partner. All right, time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. On this Wednesday edition, brought to you by Nelson's... Nelson Royals, excuse me. The shop with the horse on top. Western wear, saddlery, work gear. That's Located it. off Highway 150. That's going, uh, what, which way are you going? You going east. East from 77 off 150. You see that big old horse on the roof? You haven't gone too far. 
super fuzzy because uh, I keep having to adjust my camera to show people a little plant inside the, the bullpen there. You can still see it there. Look, at it. it's, it's hanging out there. Jackson says, no, it's not going to survive, but we'll see. Um, so I thought I had some really good news, but upon further reading, I don't think it's good news at all. Uh, nearly naked prostitutes prowl the streets in broad daylight, but California law ties police hands. So um, Is that good news or bad news? Uh, well, I thought it was good news, but it's bad news. It's not good news. Not good news. Not good news. I guess... Because prostitution's bad. Freedom of expression. Um, National City, California. Um, you got women wearing G-strings uh, while Stop. bending over in front of traffic. Um, it's getting out of control. California Governor Gavin Newsom, who has been on this Fox website quite often, um, signed Senate Bill 357 in July 2022, which repealed a previous law that banned loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution. So prostitution is legal in California? Uh, the law took effect in January this year, uh, with Morrison arguing that the, uh, that the moment Newsom's pen touched the bill, pimps in the state knew they could expand their prostitution ventures with little repercussions from the law enforcement. That is sad. Yes. That is sad. sad. News. So that actually was my bad news. Uh, the good news is... Superman came. Nope. The good news is uh, State Fair. State Fair is coming to town. Raleigh. California. Oh, Raleigh. Okay. Yeah, we're not in California. I know. State I, Fair. Well, yeah. State yeah, Fair. State Fair. The North Carolina State Fair. The State Fair. <laughs> it's coming. Have you been to the State Fair? Not a long time. Um, great time, though, from what I see. From Last time I was at the fairgrounds. We can talk about it after. Okay, that's fine. Right? Yep, I think so, maybe. Right, that's how it goes down. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then, uh, let's see. So my ugly news was my nearly naked prostitutes. Uh, my bad news is they, they keep finding uh, more stuff. Everyone's body is unique, okay. From the Titan, uh, that the uh, submersible that imploded um, a long time ago. Wait, I missed that part. Ago. I missed that part. Um, investigators, hold on. I'm going through. What do they say about the submarine? They found more more pieces. Really? Yes. There's more. I thought it just like completely imploded and correct dissolved. Correct. So that's uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Presented to you by uh, Nelson Royals. So I, just for clarity's sake, there is no good news story. The good news was the state fair, unless. The state fair was good. Sorry, yeah, we, we just we I felt like the order was a little different because we started with prostitution. Right. I told you I thought that was good news, but it's bad news. But it's bad news. It's actually ugly news. Why is Gavin Newsom all over Fox News these days? Like in a positive sense. Just curious. Like it's like they they're painting him as the reasonableness. Uh, that this right now. He's the one who is allowing the prostitutes right. to be. This on star the story's bad, but they had other ones. I think that anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> This story's not good. Uh, I, I will. I mean, we we can just agree prostitution's not good. Right. There's there's a lot deeper thing. That's not just about getting some. It it there's a lot deeper issues as it relates to prostitution. The crime, um, just general people and the the um, I don't I don't want to say servitude, but the, the the concept of just having control over people is right. not okay. And sure. so if you're involved in any type of that scenario, seek help. It's okay. You, the, I, I have no doubt Sheriff Campbell, as far as Iredell County goes, your local law enforcement, they want to help you if you are in a scenario where you are um, being forced to do these types of things. There is help out there. You've just got to take that step of faith. I know I can only imagine how difficult it would be, but just know you're not alone. So anybody that, that may be hearing this, just know you can seek help and you deserve help. Um, and... Um, 
I hope you seek it. And I'm thinking of you. The good news of the state fair. So last time I went to the state fairgrounds was when I took the bar exam in 2015. That was the last time I was at the fairgrounds in Raleigh. I don't venture to Raleigh much. It's not really a place for me. Um, I don't have any problem with Raleigh. It's just three hours away. And if I'm going to drive three hours, I don't know if I'm going to choose Raleigh. Just personally. I probably would go to Asheville before I went to Raleigh. Yep. You're a mountain guy. I'm a mountain guy. Then the ugly news was also the prostitution? That was the ugly news. The bad news was the Titan submersible. They're still finding stuff. Which I guess could Is be- that bad? It's bad that it happened. It's terrible that it happened. But people also chose to do it. It's not like they were forced into the submarine. Okay. You're talking about like this is just people with money that were like, hey, let's let's live life and like feel something. And so they chose to go in a submarine to see the Titanic. I couldn't handle that in that tight little box like that. Sounds like bad news. To sign to sign up for that. Right. Many could think that that's the same thing with airplanes, though. You just choose to get in a tiny little metal box flying in the sky proportionately. Right. Pretty tiny right. compared to the sky. Sure. Space. Space time continuum. Hmm. And. Yeah. So there's the good, the bad, and the ugly brought to you by Nelson Royals. Really uh, hard-hitting news here is what we focus on. Really top-notch journalism is really what we're about. And same with all of our hosts. And you know the deal. 9 to 11, coming up next, the best voice in radio, Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show. You want to buy something, sell something, trade something? Maybe you found something like some glasses at the Lake Norman Chamber Business Expo yesterday. You call in the Pat Shannon at the Home Ad Show. You can call him. You know, the 844-STUDIO-4 number works now. So do the previous numbers. The original numbers aren't going away. People will always have that opportunity. 704-873-1400. The 336 number, you know we love our 336 fam. You can tell him I said that, too. We love our 336 fam. And then the 844-STUDIO-4 number also works in Statesville now, too. So Pat Shannon hosts the Home Ad Show. He gives away prizes every day as well. 1045, he spins the big wheel. So if you've got a birthday, you got an anniversary, you call Pat Shannon. He puts your name on the list. You tell him, hey, it's my birthday, it's my anniversary, it's so-and-so's birthday, it's so-and-so's anniversary. Puts the name down on the list, spins the wheel 1045, you can win prizes. Then 11 o'clock, Representative Jason Sane today, all things Sane, every Wednesday from 11 to noon. Today, he's got Ori Ardeni award-winning Israeli entrepreneur and filmmaker who created over 550 educational entertainment projects, including an award-winning attraction at the Epcot Center in Disney World. Ori is an Israeli resident who was involved in the management of the largest volunteer organization in Israel, 7,000 volunteers. They provide free medical assistance to a million citizens in Israel every year. His insight on what's going on over over there in Israel, I have no doubt, is going to be unreal. 11 to noon, Representative Jason Sane show, all things Sane. You're going to want to listen to that. Um, a local representative providing you updates. And that's ultimately our goal every day around here. Noon to three, Todd Starnes for the national politics. Got to get, you got to fix that fix. You know what I mean? Noon to three, you can do that with Todd Starnes. Three o'clock today, Sheriff Darren Campbell's crew. I, I, I know Sheriff Campbell made it back from, I believe he was in Idaho or Iowa, one of the I states, I think. And he's back. I don't know if he's going to be in studio today. He does a lot of traveling because he is also president of the North Carolina Sheriff's Association. 
so much leadership in our in our local area. It's it's unbelievable. It's amazing. We're grateful for Sheriff Sheriff Campbell's team, uh, Chief Deputy Hamby. Hamby typically holding it down in there, holding it down strong. They gave away Renfest tickets last week. Uh, I think they can give away some more today. I think we let them know give away some more tickets today. Um, Representative Sang can give away tickets if he wants. Although it's difficult if he's not in studio. Do you know if Representative Sang's in Raleigh or not? Don't know. He's in studio. He's going to be in studio today. Wow. Okay. So coming off uh, the the session in Raleigh, he's he's back home on the home turf. He's going to be in studio today. Looking forward to seeing Representative Sang hold it down per the use. And then again, 3 o'clock, Sheriff Darren Campbell. 4 o'clock today, Wednesday, Town Talk. President of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, Bill Russell, is the host of that show. As he talked about, he's going to have a, a great show. Who were his guests again today? you recall when he told us earlier? I know you're trying to do other things right now. I'm sorry. Shane with North State. Shane with North about State. Big, big projects going on in uh So North State Capital's gone vertical. Huntersville. They've gone vertical in Huntersville, adjacent to E-Kids Discovery. Right there in downtown Huntersville. Have you Excellent. seen it recently? Have you been in downtown Huntersville recently, Bill? Um, no, not not in a long time. I have seen the Discovery Place, but... Right. Adjacent to that, new complex going vertical. They've gone vertical now. I can't They're imagine where, how. We're going to drive down there and see. We're going to stop off at Slice House. Maybe we do that uh, before the uh, candidate forums next week, Tuesday and Thursday, for Huntersville's candidate forums. Right. We're going to pop off at Slice House beforehand, get a little zaw. And then and then handle the candidate forum going on. Do you think that we'll have more people based on the election numbers you saw from Statesville? Yeah. Do you think we're going to have that many people at the? I sure hope so. Yard sale. <laughs> the yard sale on October twenty eighth. Ten thousand. Ten thousand at the yard sale on October twenty eighth. The entire Statesville community is welcome. The entire surrounding communities are all welcome. I don't care about your party. You're all welcome in our house. That's how we do things. 844-STUDIO-4. Good morning, fam. We love you. Don't forget Brian Summers, the most local man, 5 to 6 p.m. Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director. The scoreboard with Joe Berg. Full day of lineup. More local content than anybody. Try me.